Oh, sir, I don't like it. everybody uh welcome to no sir pod i am carmen morales your host as always i have a rad person that comes on and we get to bitch about things together kind of a communal bitch if you will and uh today we're gonna learn about the things that mr ian bag doesn't like welcome ian hello everyone thanks <laughs> for having me on the show <laughs> thanks for being on the show uh, I'm very excited to have you because uh, you, much like myself, are uh, quite the riffalotopus, and uh, riffers always do uh, well on their show for some reason. Just because you oh. know, you just kind of you just kind of pull that little crank cord, and then uh, the lawnmower gets going, and then the whole yard is completely barren. <laughs> I am answering in one word only. One word. Oh my god! I hope you brought a yes lot of things or no. That's it. <laughs> yes or no. We're we're going to be done in three minutes. <laughs> 20 questions will turn into 2,000 questions just to fill the time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Have you always found that that that's, uh, just naturally came to you uh, as like a way to perform? Um, when I first started out, I was very um, deadpan. I was influenced a little bit by um, Stephen Wright. Mm -hmm. And, uh, he was very big. He was very big at the time when I started comedy and, uh, my, one of my first friends in comedy that I go and do stand up with was uh, Mitch Hedberg. And we were kind of similar at the same, at, at that point. And then, he uh, he kind of stayed along the same and then I kind of got imaginative in a different way. Yeah, I think that's kind of what usually, since there's no how-to in stand-up, you usually just kind of, well, I like this guy, uh, I'll do something like that. And then you kind of like, right. well, this isn't me at all. I'm supposed to be being my, a version of myself on stage. And then- That's a, that's exactly right. You know, you when you start out, you should be, you should be um, somebody else. You should be starting out like somebody. And very few people have that like natural ability to get on stage and and just do their thing immediately from the beginning, you know, we're all influenced. Yeah. So, uh, but if you're seven years in and you're still taking off your shirt, like Bert Kreischer <laughs> and sounding like Gaffigan, you might want to check things out. You know, yeah, you might want to look within, <laughs> might want to look within yeah. probably, <laughs> probably, uh, still stealing a lot of material at that point. Yeah, you're probably yourself. <laughs> I, I actually, I think about nine years in, I just stopped watching comedy because I didn't want to be influenced in by mm -hmm. anyway, like anger, anger, or, um, uh, or in a good way, because uh, I, I, you know, sometimes I'd watch my opener and they'd get laughs at just horrible stuff. And I'd hate the crowd before I got on stage. Yeah, <laughs> so I, yeah. I, yeah they make you biased where you're like, that's yeah. what you like. Yeah, <laughs> I can't stand you people, you know, so I did like. I just, I just stopped watching. I'm like, yeah, do whatever you want. I'm not going to even see it. So unless yeah. you ask me to watch it, you know, mm -hmm. I'm not going to even see it. So just be yourself. So that's, that's what I like. Yeah. Well, that's also, yeah. I think there's, there's a really comforting uh, place that I think a comedian gets to where at some point, I don't care what you put in front of me. Cause I'm pretty confident. And what I can do is going to either, yeah. they're going to enjoy it or not, you know, <laughs> cause yeah. I remember I'm going to be neat. 
people. Yeah, exactly. But and that's what that's what I'm selling is me. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> people aren't going to remember the individual jokes as much. I, I mean, unless you're like a Hedberg, where it's like your entire uh, identity no. is these, like, you know. But once uh, then you're selling you, and they're like, yeah. they never go. Oh, I liked that third, the fourth bit that you did uh, after the opener. That one was the what 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 made me follow you on Instagram. No, it's just like right. oh, I liked him or I didn't like him. I don't know. I, was, I uh, love. I love this. Is my favorite compliment is when I have no idea what was said. I don't know what happened, but I know <laughs> I just loved it. Yeah. We're like, I don't know what you did, but you tricked me real good, bud. You tricked me real good. <laughs> I can't believe I bought this car. It's fantastic. <laughs> exactly. That's oh, yeah. I've been calling myself I, a joke salesman for years. I love the fact that you're the exact same way. So that makes me happy too. And, and, and it's, I, I don't know about you, but, um, when I started out, I, I would, I was fired a lot. They were just, they, they were like, no, that's not, that's not what you do. That is not what you do. And I stuck to my guns. I'm like, well, this is the way I do it. I remember one time, um, I won't mention the company, but levity, um, they, were, they uh, wanted to do an hour special with me, but they said I wasn't allowed to do any crowd work. They said, you're not allowed. You have to be all written jokes. And I'm like, well, that's my strength. Like that's yeah. why, why, why wouldn't you, you want to let... showcase that? Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah, you want to show everybody, them, look at the magic that I do. And it's this. Exactly. Exactly. And I said to them, well, why did you let Dunham use puppets? You know, like that, mm -hmm. that's basically what you're doing. You're stripping me of my thing. And they're like, well, that doesn't make sense. We don't know if it's going to work. They'd say that, that we don't know if it's going to work. I'm like, there's a reason you've come to me because it works. Because it does work. You've seen it work yeah. over and over again. That's why you've you've had me in your 27 odd clubs or whatever, uh, doing yeah. it well. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's funny. People are terrified of it. It's like, ooh, the unknown, the unknown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, well, we if it doesn't work, we cut it out. But I guarantee you it'll work. So and, yeah. and I know when you, and I know you're the same way. You know when to pull up when somebody's not having a good time. You because yeah. I, I would say very few comedians get into it to make somebody feel bad. Like there are some comedians that like to make people feel bad about themselves, but I, I love making people laugh. And I love when people make me laugh. That's why I love the conversation because people are funny. They don't know it sometimes. They just—they're just honest, but they're just funny as hell. Yeah, sometimes, and then sometimes they don't know. They don't know why they're funny, or they don't know that they're funny, or uh, they don't know they didn't they didn't know that they were being funny in that moment and all of those things make the show fun for me because then it's like now i'm at a show um you know because i've done that before especially when i first started like um like really headlining and stuff like that play uh, venues that would take a chance on me like i would go rogue dude i would do 53 minutes and maybe seven eight minutes of prepared material and we would i would mm -hmm. go you know and we would just riff through the whole thing and sometimes it wasn't always crowd work necessarily it would just be something that someone says and it sparks a thought of a thing maybe i've thought of before or maybe i just thought of in that moment where now i'm riffing up this whole entire uh narrative or bit or something i'm creating a comedy on the yes. spot yeah. Yes, it's, it's a conversation. Like, conversation. Mm. I, I try to tell people the best, the, the hardest you've ever laughed is when you're sitting around your friends. You say something, they take it a different way. You then say, no, it's this way. And then it goes that way. It goes like eight different ways. That's, that's what I try to do with the audience. I try to make it seem like we're just hanging with friends, sitting around having a drink or mm. around a campfire or whatever. You know, we're just, we're just, 
we're just having fun. It just, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, that's what I'm selling. I'm, I'm push. I'm a fun yeah. pusher. I'm a fun yeah. pusher without having all of the narcotics on me at the time. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> exactly. So, um, well, that's awesome. That's why I'm, I'm, I'm excited. But now I don't want to know what you like. I want to know some of the stuff that you don't like. What's the stuff that uh, gets y'all riled up and shit that will make you make well, you accidentally go on a rant that maybe you didn't realize that you maybe you didn't realize you hated so much until we start talking. I, about I, it. I'm gonna get personal. I'm gonna like I'm gonna I'm, I don't usually I try to be a, a glasses half full rather than half empty. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I hate comedy clubs because <laughs> they. <laughs> and, and, I and hate not, the not, job. God damn it. I hate my no, job. No, no, no. I, like the job. Right. I, I just don't the like the venue club. in which I do the job. No, not, not even that. Not even like I love the venue. I love the the mentality that the comedy clubs have now that they're a venue, that they're a theater and that we have to bring the whole crowd there. Yeah. Like we take all the risk. They judge us if we don't fill the place up. To be honest with you, comedy clubs are the minor leagues of us getting to the theater when we can sell out a theater. Yeah. <laughs> like, the fact that there's some comedy clubs out there that are 600 seats, which equals out if you do four or five shows in a weekend, it's about 2,400 seats. And you can just go do a theater that you can sell 2,000 seats in one show. Right. You're going to do that. doesn't make sense. So I, I, I really, I'm just like, I, I'm 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 frustrated and angry with comedy clubs right now. I'm like, come on, you're you're in the business with us. Don't step on us to make your business. And I don't know how many comedy clubs can have special events every week. Like when is it if every week's a special event? Really yeah, it's is not it that special? special? It's not that yeah. special. Yeah. <laughs> it's like calling one hour shows specials when when I see them on, on like showtime. It's a yeah. comedy special. Like like the one that just happened right before this, nothing special yeah. about it. Come on. <laughs> if this was every day, it wouldn't be special. That's why it's once a year. Come on. Well, that was the whole thing. And I like, and I always understood, I I actually preferred, there was an older mentality to it. And some comedy clubs still adopt this where um, if, you had, if you have, if you had a, if you had a month worth of shows, you would have the person who can't quite fill the theater yet, but can draw really well. That's the mm-hmm. middle of your month. Right. And then mm-hmm. you have your two favorites around that. And then you have people that you, you take a risk on around that. Like that was the whole thing is your special event was supposed to make sure that you made your nut for the month. And then right. the other three weeks were, those were when you had either your favorites that are still building an audience in that market or some Somebody who's never been in that market before the whole thing is is like you're as as a venue you're supposed to be selling the idea of a night out uh, and mm-hmm. that's your that's your job to sell it. Hey, you should come if you want a night out. This is the play to go for a night out. Who's performing? It doesn't fucking matter. Whoever you come to see, you're going to have a good time. And if you have that, plus the people that I bring, guess who's never going to have an empty fucking weekend, regardless of who's there. Yeah, it's just a different also, mentality. Also, also it, 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 if they realize that you do nothing but book great talent, mm-hmm. they don't need to look at the the, the website. They, they, they know you're going to have a group, of, a, a certain amount of people that come see you no matter who's there because they know so-and-so comedy club does nothing but the best. We may get something we don't like, but we know they're good. You know, yes. instead of instead of surprising somebody with a TikTok star, and I'm not against TikTok stars, but yeah. that doesn't do stand up. And then you go and you're like, "What the fuck is this?" Is it? I know I featured for them, and guess what? They didn't do well <laughs> after a real comedian. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's and it's nothing against them, but it's 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 it's, not. it's 
You it's gotta, just a different uh, skill set. Just like how yeah. I'm not as good yelling into my phone for six hours a day. You might not mm-hmm. be as good at, at this particular skill of making people live laugh, especially when they have an expectation that you will, you know, uh, because I, nobody goes to a comedy club. Maybe I'll have a good time. They want it. They, what are you going to do to make me right. laugh? I'm here to fucking feel good. Make and it you got to remember. They got to remember certain certain shows. People don't they know some people aren't funny. They go to see them because mm-hmm. they want to see them. Yeah, they don't want to see their entertainment. They know their shit. They're just like, oh, we we were near. We were close to. Yeah, I don't it's the say element of celebrity. celebrity. Yeah, it's a, but yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> the element of celebrity. Never, why would that guy come to Des Moines? He's in Des Moines. Let's go. Let's go be near him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, they it's 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 very it's very. Uh, the curators of the shows right now are not good at their jobs. Some of them, some mm-hmm. of them are fantastic because I don't sure. want this to get back to everybody. It says you're bad, blah, blah. No, mm-hmm. but there's some of you that have no clue what you're doing. And there are some that are just, they get it. They get it so well. Yeah. And, and those are the, those are the people that um, will make the brand so strong that people will go, go there. No. And there are so. plenty of clubs like that. Comedy Works, uh, Comedy on State, Comedy Works, um, Comedy on State, A Creek in the Cave. Like th- those people, they they've already they are. They, you know what? It, I think that may- maybe there's a difference in that the, a lot of people that book really good rooms uh, genuinely enjoy comedy, like generally love it, and so the, uh, <laughs> and they'll book also they'll book the, a diverse the South, uh, the, people. The South- mm-hmm. South California uh, improvs and, mm-hmm. and the Northern California improvs are the same way. They book nothing but re- like they. I, I'm not saying they don't have TikTok stars, but they don't. They don't fill up a weekend with them. They fill up with people that are really good. Yeah, you know, that, they'll that, they'll that are, in, they'll roll the dice on a Thursday or a Wednesday and see how they do and stuff like that's what I'm saying. They still take chances where there's yeah. some clubs that exist that don't want to take any kind of chances. But have you not seen any uh, motivational speaker or any successful business person? There is no reward without risk. Right, and I'll, I just I don't think they should be called comedy clubs. I think they should just be entertainment venue mm-hmm. they, because they're not comedy clubs. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but I also. Weirdly enough, and I'm going to go positive because I got to be half class, half full, even though I'm not, I'm not happy go lucky, Johnny. Um, <laughs> there's been a, there's been a lot of, for some unknown reason, there's been a bunch of clubs open up during the pandemic mm-hmm. that are around 200 to 250 seats that are fantastic, that yes. are old school, that know they don't need to be 500 seats to make money. Um, and they work with us and everybody's happy, you know, even though it's still, it's still weird because of, you know, we're still in a pandemic. So some weeks are just down. People don't want to go out of the house. They're like scared and whatever. And yeah, some people bet, based on know, the numbers in their area where it's like they're, they're yeah. hedging their bets, you know, it's right, calculated so, risk. Okay. The numbers are down here. I'm going to yeah. go out this weekend because I fucking need an out weekend. But if it's, you know, if it's terrifying, yeah. a lot of people just aren't going to go out. Like I had a tour on, like I set up a tour when the numbers were super low. And then amidst my tour, like there was the Delta spike and all that stuff. And then all yeah. these venues were like, eh, <laughs> like, what are we, school had just started. It was all of these things that all happened at the same time there. But they knew they're like, this isn't you. I mean, you're not, you're not the one giving everybody COVID. So you're, it's all right. It, you know? Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I think, I think some of the clubs have learned how to work with us and, you know, some haven't there. They're, they've turned into some, some chains have turned into Applebee's basically. And they just yeah. want to microwave it and put it out and hopefully get as many people in there and not let them know they're getting high blood pressure from it. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, they're just a diabetes factory. That's it. They're just yeah. trying to give yeah. people hypertension but- and. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I'm so that's I, I just, I'm annoyed by comedy clubs a little bit, but uh, and it's not it's not uh, comedy clubs that annoy me. It's you know just the mentality um, mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day. But some 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 are seventy five percent are fantastic. Yeah, it's true. And I like the thing is is I know that we're right because I have a group of friends that they started doing this papered room idea for um, for marketing off nights right so they started this uh the, the, it's a name of a two it's an oculus name of a tour none of them are famous in any way shape or form and they started the way that they would market it is hey we want you to come out and have like a great night this is a great idea for a date night this is a great idea you know get a babysitter you're gonna have the time of your life blah 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 and it was working at like they would do it at improvs they would do it at funny bones they would do it all across the country at all these different clubs right and they were all selling out so much so to the point that managers at a lot of these other clubs were like how the fuck are you doing? And they would tell them, we're doing what you should be doing this whole time. Because That's- guess what? They'll go, who the fuck are these people? But they're still showing up because it doesn't right. matter. It doesn't matter. Well- well, that's a, that's another thing that comedy clubs do, and especially in the small the smaller markets where uh, somebody manages a club that used to manage a fucking Fridays. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just they have a set amount of people that they go after every week. There's a there's fifty thousand people that just keep getting their emails, even though the town's a million people. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, why don't you go find the 990,000 people that have never been to a comedy club. Like, yeah, well, that's, try that's to just bad in. marketing because you're exhausting you you're exhausting your fifty thousand people. If there you should mm-hmm. you should be the fifty thousand people you should go to when uh you have a slow week or you have a, like something whatever you had a, whatever somebody canceled last minute or whatever. That's when you send your email blast out to fifty thousand people. But the rest of the time you should be marketing to people who've never been there and get the new right. blood in because guess what? Then you don't have fifty thousand people to market to. You got fucking two hundred fifty thousand people to market. Right. So exactly. it's like, and then it changes, and then you can have a rotating fifty thousand people that come in one week. That'll because for the most part, with the exception of the diehard crazy comedy fans, which I absolutely adore, they're my favorites. Some of the I have, I have crazy fans like that, like that, like I want to watch every comic ever that's ever existed. I love those people, but most mm-hmm. people aren't those people. Most people they want to go to a comedy club sometimes. Oh, that was fun. Well, do you want to go again? I'm all right. I'm going to do something different. Because that, especially Uh, uh, women, especially women, when we're talking about a date night situation, they're always looking for something different. So if you did it, if you've done it a couple times, I'll do it again, but you're going to have to space it out. If you can get the once a year people, if you can get like have the once a year people, if you can have 100,000 once a year people. Uh, and then fifty thousand uh, regulars. I don't know if there's that many, but, but there's. But also, you're gonna have. It's weird. Smaller comedians now have fan bases. When I started out, it wasn't like that. I remember mm-hmm. very few guys that had fan bases. So you know, um, and and I that's that's all got to do with uh, you know social media and stuff. And social media, I'll, I'll get mad at social media. <laughs> I, I love social media, but the analytics of it are just fucking ridiculous. I'm like, not only are they ridiculous, but they don't tell us how to navigate it. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, like I just, I just don't like I. 
I never fill out the things where he says, what do you like? I never fill it out. So I just get random stuff, mm-hmm. but then they just, I'm just like, I'll click on some stuff. I'm like, I don't want to see that. And then I'll get, and then I'll get something exactly the same from them again. I'm like, I should be able to click on that once and never see anything, you know, yeah. that, should, <laughs> that, that should be enough. Right. Yeah. So the fact I, that I don't keep, or, or the fact that I don't click on it, the fact that I don't engage with this, this should teach you that I was like the, 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 al- my algorithm thinks I'm a black woman for some reason, I, because I get marketed to like, I'm a black woman. I get all like uh, hair extensions, uh, weaves, hair wraps. Yeah fried chicken sandwiches some of it's i'm like okay fuck you but yeah it's a little bit it's a little much but uh like they're black owned businesses which i support so then i'm only feeding into it but you know it's just like i love it i I see some of that but i'm getting a lot of stitch fix so i apparently dress bad there (laughs) you just want to look pretty it's okay i just want to feel good about myself that's all i want to do let me know when you start getting shapewear ads. Where like, oh, I, <laughs> have, I have seen, uh, there's this one t-shirt company that sent to me, uh, the, and the ad is the guy, I feel like I'm fat in this t-shirt. You're not fat. You're just wearing the wrong t-shirt. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> well, and then they basically sell you a big man's t-shirt, which is the same. Uh, like, so they're like, no, we just made the t-shirts bigger. How about that? Well, that's exactly right. We have yeah. double X. Yeah. <laughs> Two words. Oh, yeah, Men's warehouse. That's been in existence for a while now. <laughs> people, it's not surprising people. You just got to get out there and do something. Uh, I don't, right. I, 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 oh, sorry. So yeah, we'll burn down all the comedy clubs. And then uh, what, what else? Just, what else just, just the offices. Just the um, <laughs> I want to, I want to, uh, I want to, uh, so I want to, I want to hate one of my neighbors. Boom. So oh, nice. there's, okay. there's, there's, so I, I live really in hate because the, the thing is about living uh, next to people you don't know, uh, especially for extended right. amounts of time is you have, you're, you're kind of like uh, bombarded with the way that they live. And if it's not con- like complimentary to you, oh, it's plenty to hate on plenty. And we live at the beach. So we're very close to each other. So we live in a duplex and I love my downstairs neighbor, but there's another duplex behind us. And that guy stopped paying. One of the guys stopped paying rent and they were trying to kick him out because he was a little bit of a weirdo and like, just like definitely a crackhead. head, but he mm-hmm. stopped paying rent two years ago. Mm-hmm. They ended up, they ended up uh, getting him kicked out and he was fighting with the neighbor across from him. Like they'd have these, these fights. Like the guy put a golf club through his, his, his fence and, and, the, and wow. like, yeah. So, so a lot of drama at the beach. Like, write this down. Also, this is a pilot for a reality show. <laughs> it was great. I'm, I'm watching all this and I'm like the guy and, and the guy is also one of these guys that just parks wherever, just doesn't give a shit, just parks, mm-hmm. you know, and there's very, and there's a, one of my other thing is parking. We got to talk about parking afterwards, okay. but he'd, he'd park in my parking spot and stuff like that. And I, and I had a problem with a neighbor uh, parking in my spark, parking spot before. And I remember he was parking my parking spot. And I said to my wife, I said, I'm going to kill that guy. And, uh, and then, uh, about two weeks later he dropped dead and I was like, I went on my, I went on my balcony and I said, let that be a lesson to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I did it without touching him. Yeah. Uh, this but, too uh, shall be your fate. Should you park in my parking space? <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I don't care if it's for three minutes, you'll be dead. Uh, so, 
So this this dude this dude gets finally gets evicted right after fighting with this guy across the thing uh, across the street. and it was a clusterfuck of like he was parked in the middle and fucking up everybody. One guy uh, was gone to a fight with him and he's like, "Hi, oh, this is a very stressful. I'm being evicted." Although he knew what day he was moving out and had been sitting on the beach all week, and then on the Friday night he was he was moving on the Saturday <laughs> was was panicked moving everything in and also. Yeah, and I was also wearing a sling all week, saying he had to have surgery, but was able to pick everything up with a sling. Easy on. peasy, yeah. Yeah, yeah everything, everything was there, all, all good. He was able to get into the zoo hall. Uh, well, two days ago, he showed back up, and he's living with the guy across that he would fight with. Yes. So now he's living really? in that. What are they, star-crossed lovers? Is that what are they, their toxic fucking relationship? What the hell is that? These, these aren't young men. They're like probably 58 and 70. Oh, that, my God. Come so on. It, I'm serious. And the the older man has definitely got some dementia going on and forgets where he parks his car all the time. And now they're driving in a car together. It's so, it's so bizarre and so angry. I'm like, why? Why did, like... And 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 they're and they're just junking out. They're do- they're definitely doing drugs, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, I like, and I, and I don't mind doing. You know, I'm just like, mm-hmm. but they they fight when they like. Yeah. Yesterday they ordered a pizza to the old guy to the guy that got kicked out old address. Right? They ordered it to there, and and then they knock the pizza guys delivered on a, knocked on our door, and they're like, "Is there a pizza?" And I'm like, "I don't know. We don't order pizza." And he's like, "Well, this is the address." And I looked. I'm like, "Well, that's that over there." And blah blah blah, and and. <laughs> So they just left it, you know, they just left the pizzas because it's already paid for. So they just left it at that, a different address, right? I mean, a nice so of them. I would have fucking ate it myself. Fuck this. I'm getting a free pizza. I would have taken right? So, yeah. But now, now the two crackheads are yelling and screaming, why is the pizza? They're saying they deliver the pizza. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, is it going to be like this all the time? Because uh, it's so bizarre. It's so peaceful at the beach. And then these two douchers just show up and ruin it. And I just like, so that, I'm complaining about that. I'm saying, all I'm saying with all the fentanyl problems, why can't it just <laughs> land right there? So. <laughs> That's true. The wrong people OD all the time, man. The wrong it's people. never the right there. person. It's never the right person. <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkle Terrible, some on that pizza. Put a little bit on that pizza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did they ever find the pizza? <laughs> they found the pizza and it was just like, uh, it, it, it just... <laughs> Just just think of these two old weirdos trying to find the pizza and it's at the address you ordered it at. That's yeah. the funniest part. Of it. I can't find it because they now live across the street, but they don't realize they've ordered it. I'm just like, oh, for Christ. And this is at 10 o'clock at night. You're just like, like what the fuck? Yeah. And as, as I was coming home from, from a show, I ran into this. I'm just like, look at this. Oh, my God. So just want to relax. Uh, That's the other thing, too, is when you're living in close quarters with several people, it's the same kind of idea as like, um, you know, in, in an apartment building or like a quadplex like that, where everybody's just kind of has a, a pretty shared area. There should be a, mutual, a very big shared area. Yeah. For like a big mutual respect for everybody. Like uh, my friend nah. um, was living in Redondo Beach and they had kind of the same similar setup where they had this place that was super beautiful, looked right on the beach and then right next to it. There was just like another couple that lived like kind of obnoxiously close for it being such a nice place. Right. Um, right. So it's like, you should be able to, but then it, of course it was just like, all right, well, we want to live in paradise. We obviously you want to live in paradise. Let us allow each other to do that, you know, and not ruin it. Cause that's what those people are doing. They're ruining the fact that you're yeah. at such a beautiful place, you know, it's when, 
see the thing is around us is some rentals right so and they're rentals that switch people a lot so when it's gotcha. kind of you kind of get a and i'm not, not saying rental people are gross i'm just saying i'm just saying when it's uh, it's when you keep going through them when, when it's uh what do they call that i can't i can't remember it's like the a word. high That's turnover Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't. There's a there's there's some there's some sort of word that they call that, but a it, revolving it's, door rental. <laughs> very very much. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get kicked out. <laughs> no, yeah. no. So it's just it's 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 you just kind of you get a lot of you get a lot of people that are are really not uh, maybe um, appreciating it as much. Sure. So, well, because so, it's not theirs. I mean, like the, right. the idea of like. Uh, I, and I understand like people that are like look down on rent people that rent. There's plenty of people that are good Rails. renters. Yeah. But uh, if you even take the like classist part of it, just the basic mentality of this isn't mine. I don't treat it as good if it were then if it were mine. And, and don't uh, get me wrong. There's plenty of people that own that treat their places like shit as well. Right. But there, there is something when it, if I'm going to leave, it's the same thing. Like if you're having a fling with someone versus you're married to someone, if I'm not going to leave, if I start a lot of problems now, I'm still going to always have to deal with those fucking problems. Right. But if I know yeah. I'm leaving the country, fuck this. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to go, go off the rails. I'm gonna, why would I? I'm going to poop on the chest. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to poop on the chest. Hard to poop on your chest and then kiss her in the morning when she's feeding your kids. Yeah. Hard, hard. People do it. I, I appreciate the people that do, but it is yeah. hard. It is hard. It's definitely not your go-to move for your anniversary let's continue let's continue on that housing thing i don't understand and this makes me angry why it's you have to fill out more paperwork for a house than a car because let's be honest a house is not going anywhere a car you can disappear with they can find you with a house they can take over the house it, it should be way you also simpler. can murder someone with a car you can't murder someone with a house oh my goodness i didn't even think about that <laughs> Wow, you've given me an idea to get rid of the neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> Not unless you get like that. Remember that old movie Lucy or whatever, where like Owl House had a computer system in it, and then the house like turns. No. Like, it was like a, it was like an evil AI movie, basically, where then the house starts trying to murder somebody that's in the house or whatever. Unless you have a house like that, which it still isn't even the house. It's the art, art, artificial intelligence in the house. That's the one doing the murdering. You can't kill someone with a house. I mean, yeah. unless they kill themselves, that's why whenever it's like, uh, like, uh, I, I gotta, I, I, you know, I'm nervous. I gotta get good homeowners insurance in case somebody gets hurt on my property. But if anybody gets hurt on your property, it's usually their fault. You right. know? Unless, unless what do you got? Visqueen floors? Like how else are you going to murder anybody at your house? I just thought about, I just thought about that too, about, uh, how people don't have insurance on their, yeah, on their house sometimes or, or things aren't covered and mm-hmm. always. A car accident is always covered. It doesn't matter what, but a house isn't always covered. That's that's bullshit. Right. Well, see, because I think you have to have. Well, you don't. You, you have, do you have to have car insurance to drive the car? But then, do you have to have homeowners insurance to own the home? I don't think then, you have to. I, that, maybe 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 your mortgage your mortgage might insist. You know, mm-hmm. if you have a mortgage, yeah. Maybe just like your car note would need to. But then, if you're renting, you definitely don't like. They always recommend you get renters insurance. But I, yeah. I can't tell you how many places I've lived I didn't have fucking renters insurance because it wasn't required. Right. Yeah. And then you think about it, you know, you know, they recommend every six months for teeth. But look at this, I got a gap. What's the point? <laughs> I just I'm like all chipped be- up as it is. <laughs> I just like to be able to breathe through my mouth. That's it. And it's just a vent. It's a vent system. <laughs> I can spit on. The floor. <laughs> I'm my own fountain. 
Yeah, there, there's it. a lot of paperwork for for houses. I mean, it's part of the. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of paperwork. That's probably why I don't own anything. I don't. I don't like to own anything because you got to fill out paperwork to and tell everybody what you own. It all seems unnecessary. I'll tell you what you do. I marry like I did. My wife is very. We got to get the paperwork, and I'm just like. It gives me a headache and she'll do it all. So just find somebody. Nice. I need to work. I need to marry yeah, an accountant. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Do my taxes. I can't figure it out. Oh, so. That's right. Oh yeah. That's that classic. Uh, what was it? Like a George Carlin bit where the whole, if you go to the garage and you fuck up enough, they don't make you do the work anymore. Is that yeah, like, right. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. Basically yeah. that's me. I'm a dummy. <laughs> But at the same time, this is something that drives me nuts about my wife. Okay. And it makes me angry. She will get annoyed with my stuff being around the house. She'll pick up my stuff and then she'll put it someplace and I won't know where it is, but then she'll replace it with her stuff. It drives me nuts. Like, so this morning I was trying well, I to like find I don't like your mess around, but I want my mess around. That's, that's exactly. So I was trying to find a shirt. And it, I had put it over top of a chair, right? And, I, and all of a sudden, her jack was over top of the shirt. But my shirt wasn't there. I have no <laughs> idea where my shirt is gone. So I'm just like, well, why couldn't you just put your jacket over top of my shirt? I'm late for work. I don't have time for this bullshit. <laughs> oh, but you had time to put my shirt somewhere that you don't know where it is and then put your jacket on my shirt. Yeah, listen, it's like any mess you can make, I can make better. <laughs> That's what your wife is Definitely. doing. <laughs> That's exactly. And also she's a ho- she's a hoarder. She doesn't know she's a hoarder. She thinks she's mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I'll go under the couch and I'll find boxes, just boxes have been pushed under there. And I'm like, this has been here for seven months. Like what, what is what this? is going on? Yeah, and she's like, oh, I forgot about that. Somebody was so-and-so was coming over, so I just hit it underneath it. I'm like, that is bullshit. And then I will buy a water pick and I'll go and I'll put it in the, in, in the back room. I'll put it in the back room and I'll just leave it there and I'll, I'm going to get around to it. Yeah, seven months might go around, but I know it's going to be in the back room and I'll go back there and she'll, well, you didn't use it within three months, so I gave it away. I'm just like, fuck, that is fucking bullshit. <laughs> fucking fuck. I want a water pick now. And this is when I need a water pick. And you gave it to some fucking kid that works with you. Son of a bitch. (laughs) What's funny is it it seems like you both like to collect things, but she hates that you collect things and you hate that she collects things. You should just start giving away the boxes from underneath the places you find. But here's the difference. I will collect something, but I will put it out in the open. So I remember I have it. I am fantastic yeah she hides it <laughs> and then forgets she, she has it okay and then she'll probably buy it again because she forgot she already bought it and then you have two of those things that you already didn't need because she already she'll buy it again and that's what she'll remember she has it and then she'll take that back so we're going to do an extra trip and she's very good at getting to the uh 60 day mark or most returns are 60 days mm-hmm. so she's either she's either there at 60 days or 61 where she can't return it she's one of those people she's gotcha. either right at 60 or 61 and then we have to do a big uh ah oh, well we'll take a store credit for it then <laughs> please and thank you i will buy more things i will forget i've purchased <laughs> yeah. uh, home goods she loves the home goods Oh, I mean, yeah. Home goods is nice. Great way to kill time. Get a coffee in hand. Look at all the st- stuff you, you don't have room for. Love it. Love uh, it. 
take it home, take it home, look at it, and then return it in 60 days. <laughs> well, I think, I think it's the idea you walk through a home goods and you, you kind of get that whole architectural digest of how you wish your home looked, you know, oh, that right. would be so cute. I could do this. And then, and then it's just a lot of times it's just not practical because all of those images of all of those places that are curated, the designed out the ass, none of them are functional. Mm-hmm. None of them are that's they're just there for the picture. They don't look like that in a week. Even if anybody is actually yeah. living there, they don't look like that. So, um, yeah, things get torn up. Yeah, <laughs> torn up, moved. Somebody, you know, you have that big ass weird bowl in the center of it, and somebody put their fucking Tonka truck in it. Like it's just stuff. It just looks lived in. It's this. It's the same thing. Yeah, that's what, when they curate, they should they should curate for living in, right? They, yeah. It should be all right. You put it you put it together now. Let two kids run around in there. Yeah, exactly. Do you guys uh, uh, do you guys have children? We don't have kids, which is funny that you bring that up. I was like, maybe we should adopt. We were thinking about adopting. I was like, maybe we should. Yeah, I love a scratch and dent kid. That's probably the only way I go for sure. Scratch and dent. I love it. <laughs> One leg shorter than the other. I love them. Um, <laughs> you know, just an outlet store kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Some adopted kids watching this right now and just feeling shame and going into no, the bathroom. No, I don't think you should feel shame. We should be happy that somebody will li- like likes things like that. Uh, you're saying they're not curated, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're very lived in. <laughs> some very of them lived. Tragic. Some of them, it's not. They're just misplaced. Uh, uh, but either way, happy. what I'm saying is, is you didn't make it yourself. It's all. We didn't make it. We haven't made anything ourselves. Uh, I'm concerned about making a child because uh, I don't want it to look like me. Uh, we <laughs> have right now. So we usually have two dogs. Now, right now we have three dogs. And this is something that re- kind of annoys me. Uh, we found a dog. My wife found a dog with these other ladies on the beach in front of our place. And the little dog is now living with us. He's eight years old. Uh, he was supposed to go to a friend of ours, uh, a friend of my wife's. And um, after three days, their landlord told him they weren't allowed to have pets. So he, he came back to us. Um, he hasn't been neutered. We, of course, course we had him for a month and a bit that's what you have to have him nobody found him we put up posters blah 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 mm-hmm. try to get him back to his owner because we know how we'd feel if we lost one of our dogs and nobody was looking for him he was a mess when we got him he had like nails turned over um all oh, crazy yeah, uh, he had, been yeah while, parasites yeah. all sorts of things so we got him all fixed up and yeah they said well he has a heart murmur that's what they told us so we went to get him fixed the other day and they're like, he's got a really bad heart murmur and we can't, we can't do that here. You have to go to a specialist to get him fixed, right? But we got to get him fixed because he pees all around the place. So now he's wearing a belly band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got the biggest fucking hog I've ever seen. He's, got this <laughs> giant, he's just this tiny little dog. He's got this huge dick. He trips over it. Like it's so big. It's what crazy. What kind of dog is it? He's called a Glen Amal uh, Terrier. He's just a little terrier. And okay. he's like... Just like he looks like a little teddy bear, to him is what he looks That's like. That's funny. Right? He's a big, he's a little hog with a big hog. <laughs> he's a, you haven't lived until you've seen a dog trip over their dick. Yeah, you know, it's 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 insane. It's, I'm just like, wow, that's interesting. And everybody that sees him, they're just like, they're always like, he's got a big penis on him. <laughs> and I'm like, no, he's got a big hog. What he's got on him. He's got a, Hog dog heaven. <laughs> yeah, I call him long duck long. <laughs> it's just monstrous. It's pretty funny. 
He's a, have you ever so heard? Now you have, have to heard? like drop a small fortune on a dog that isn't even yours. Yes. So, and we haven't even, it's been a month and a half and we haven't even decided, are we keeping him? Like he's becoming more and more of the family, right? So I'm guessing. Well, yeah, he's, he's becoming more and more of an investment at this point. Right. Like you're <laughs> investing in his future. But do I, do I want three dogs? Like that's the thing. Do I want three dogs? And I have to make this decision, but I love hanging. I call him weenus is what I call him. because. <laughs> he, so, so, and we used to, we called him Henry for a while, but now it's weenus. And, and, mm-hmm. and I was like, we got to get him. But he has to wear a belly band because he pees all over the place. And I'm just like, well, he's got a heart issue. I'm just like, I know that's why they somebody dropped him off in the middle of no place. But you're like, where did they drop him off? Because he was they used him as a breeding dog. Is that why he's not fixed after? And he didn't have a chip in him or anything. You know, mm-hmm. it's just so you're like, I'm like, so I hate people that just something sick or you know, take care of him. Fucking suck it up, Sally. You fucking enjoyed him. They think he's about eight years old, so he's eight. You know, yeah. he's had, and he, you can tell he's been around people, but he's also shy people. I don't know what's going on. So, mm-hmm. but he also talks when, when we, when I take him over walks, you'll see other dogs and he just barks and, blah, 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 blah. but I, I just, I just think he's home. I live with these guys now. It's crazy. I was on the streets, but now I'm living with these guys. It's <laughs> We're having You're never going to believe what happened to me. I wore a That's thing a- around my big hog. Can you believe that? <laughs> they won't let me show off my most redeeming quality. <laughs> That's exactly what you can't see right now, but if I'm outside, I get to bring it out. It's fucking fantastic. It's <laughs> <laughs> It's it's very he's a very they cover up their hogs and now they want me to cover up my hog. What the hell? (laughs) I've seen them shower. He doesn't have a big hog at all. (laughs) (laughs) I don't see him tripping over his. (laughs) Basically, oh yeah. I'm definitely not tripping over mine, Uh, (laughs) uh, but but uh, now now I'm so now I have to kind of like I'm like oh he's gonna live with us. He's gonna cost. I said that because. My one dog is my merch right now. Like we have a, a French merch? bulldog. Yeah, I put her on. I put her on a, my bulldog on a on a t shirt. So oh, she's nice. got a couple where one where she's holding a surfboard and one where she's holding the hot. Inbag.com if you guys would like to buy. Inbag.com. <laughs> uh, so so now I, I think I'm gonna have to have to put make a t shirt with him on it, like saying Teddy Bear Hog or something like that. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, uh, what do so you something with him to. What's it? You're calling him Weenus. You should call him Weenus the Hog, and and then just Weenus basically the say every T-shirt you sell is for him to get, you know, like right, for, yeah, to, to pay, pay for, me back, to pay me, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm also like, we like to travel too, so we, you know, we had a dog walker forever that used to live with us, and then during the pandemic he moved away. So not live with us. He used to like live with us when we'd go away, come and stay with our dogs. Yeah, yeah. And and then what, during the pandemic he left, so we had to take the dogs to a, a place and it cost us two grand for, you know, like, Oh, yeah, week and a bit, you know? So, so we don't, I was like, Oh God, but uh, we're not going to leave him stuck in the middle of nowhere. He's going to have a good home either way. So that's, that's what's going on. But fuck you. If you've ever fucking been mean to a dog or, or just dumped a dog, fuck you people. Fuck yeah. you. I don't know if we're allowed to swear on this. I don't know. I think yeah, this is the yeah. first <laughs> Yes. I don't know if you've noticed. I've already swore a bunch. <laughs> I just panicked as soon as I said fuck you three times. They're like, oh my God, Jesus. Oh my Jesus, gosh. she's got 
Where are you? You you seem like you're in a nice room. You got Wayne. You got is that Wayne's coat? What is that? Oh, molding. That's that's what it is. The molding makes everything seem nicer than it is. (laughs) Whereabouts are you? I'm in Florida right now. Oh, where are you working? Are we allowed to say? Oh yeah, I mean, this is uh, where my folks live. I'm here because I'm about to fly to New York. Yeah, like I just did a gig down in the Keys, and then I have uh, shows up in New York. So. This was like nice. stuff in between. So it's like nice. Go see your parents. Very nice. Yeah. Be careful. Uh, so I went. So after a year and a half, I got a gig in Vancouver and uh, did the gig and then went and seen my parents uh, and gave my dad uh, COVID when I caught COVID while I was in Vancouver. Oh, no. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so I, I definitely don't want to do that. That person, whoever gave me COVID. So. Yeah. Seriously, I uh, there's plenty of things wrong, but it's just like if you don't, especially now because like so much time has passed, and then like for some reason, people who think they're vaccinated are like superhuman and that they can't get it anymore, which isn't the case. Um, but it's also you should like uh, that whole tour I was telling you about, I was going every week of finding a CVS and getting tested, and it sucked. It fucking sucked, but I also yeah. didn't want to get people sick. I don't want people coming to my shows, getting sick, or coming yeah. back to see my family and getting them sick. I mean, uh, yeah. dude, it's just, it's not that hard to be considerate of other people. You've got to do, you got to do both. You got to get vaccinated. You got to, you got to still check every once in a while. You got to keep, yeah. you know, if, especially if without, you're at a place with a bunch of people, like that's the whole thing is it's again, right. calculated risk. Sure. All right. I'm going to go be mm-hmm. around a bunch of people this weekend. I'm going to do my best to be safe. And then afterwards I'm going to get tested make sure I didn't fucking accidentally catch it because you know, when you're vaccinated, you're more likely to be asymptomatic, et cetera, et cetera. Right. It's just, uh, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's weird because you're, uh, you know, you're, uh, you don't want to let your guard down. As soon as that's when I went in Vancouver, when I was in Vancouver, I let my guard down for a second. And the funny part was I had to fly into Vancouver. So I had to be tested to go to get to Canada. So yeah. I got tested and then I had to be tested to get back out. Right. So I was only going for a week. So I got tested and I was negative. Like I was both negative on those and went to a show in Eureka, California and was just feeling tired and got tested again, was negative. I was going to Pittsburgh the next week and I was going to spend the whole week in there in a radio station. I was going to be on in, in studio with them. So mm-hmm. I had to get tested before I went there. And that's when it came back positive. So I had it for, uh, and then I was just like, oh, I got, I contacted everybody I've been around with my parents. And so my dad got checked and he had it, which is weird because my sister lives with my parents now. And she didn't get it. It's, it's it's so bizarre how it goes. Fucking bounce, yeah. bounce, bounce. My my dad was the only one that got it. So it's that also so, could have so been you could have contracted it afterwards, and he could have gotten it from someplace else too. No, I don't think so. My dad just didn't go out. I just and I I just it was too close, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's where he, uh, I got it. Unless he gave it to me. I don't know. That son of a bitch gave it to Maybe. me. Maybe. You don't know out. who he's yeah. been. He, you know. change it out. But, <laughs> no, it was, my dad's vaccinated, but it was the longest 10 days ever, mm-hmm. you know, because you don't know if it could go sideways. It don't. Course. You just don't know if it could go sideways. So uh, every day I'd call him twice a day, you know, how are you doing? Good, good. And then on the seventh day, he's like, hey, are you feeling guilty? <laughs> <laughs> Seven so, days in, he finally asked the big yeah. question. Yeah, yeah. But what do you like, think? This is more phone calls than you've gotten in the last two years. Of course, I feel exactly. guilty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, day ten, I just stopped calling him. All right, take care. <laughs> Glad you made it through. Glad you made it through. <laughs> so, what else? Uh, what else don't you like? Give me something else you don't like. Took a little break there. 
me falling apart. I got I got a little bit of brain fog off of it. That's what I'm going to so we we skipped parking earlier. Oh Here's yeah, what let's I bring it back. What's the matter with the parking? So you're going to New York, mm-hmm. and you, you're not originally from Florida. You're originally from New York, right? No, I'm originally from Florida. Oh, I didn't know that. Are your parents originally from New York? My mom, yeah, my mom's from Queens. My dad grew up in Jersey. He, I mean, he's you from have a, mm-hmm. You have you have that 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 upper upper. New- New York, New Jersey feel to you. I don't know. Yeah, I get that. I get that all the time. I don't know what it. I think it's because yeah, I'm, aggra- I'm assertive slash aggressive. Slash. There's a slash. That's the aggressive part. The slash. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but parking. So parking being down at the beach. The parking. Look, if you pull into a parking spot and there's, you got You got to make sure you if there got to make sure you just don't take up the whole thing and fuck it up for everybody else. You know, I hate that. I, uh, I've talked about this so much and, and, and I also understand that cars are different lengths. And then at some point, but no matter where you are, if it is street parking of any kind, you pull all the fuck the way up to the next vehicle and you leave right. as much room as possible for other people to park. I hate that shit because, uh, when I first moved to Los Angeles, I was living in like uh, it was like between Westlake and, and Echo Park. Okay. And mm-hmm. it was, yeah. there parking. was never any parking. And I lived in two completely different street sweeping. Uh, so on one side of the overpass where I lived, it was two days a week. And on the other side, it was a two completely different days a week, all 6 a.m. Oh, yeah. So it's four days a week. I had to think about where the fuck I was parking and it was always super packed. And the thing that was the most infuriating thing is people would I would call them half spots where I was like, you, there's clearly two cars can fit here, but your prick ass took up all of this fucking room. And now Mm -hmm. I have to park, I have to park a mile and a half away to get to my, you know, and then I have to walk back and out a a mile and a half in the morning to move my car fucking five feet. Fuck you. You know know what the best part is when you have to, you go park a mile and a half away and you walk back and you walk by and they've left. And that spot is completely up your life. Oh, you fucking. Who fucking kill you? Yeah, yeah, and also move up to the end of the to the like the end of the street. You know, what I mean, like mm-hmm. make sure that, that you're all the way up to the to the red. I can't stand when there's a half a half a car length in between the red and somebody. I'm just like because it all trickles get out. Down. Yeah, it all yeah. Trickles if, down. You, if you get out and you look and it's wrong, get back in your car. Don't be such a lazy little douche that you fucking couldn't get back in your car. And move it takes up. three seconds if you are late. That isn't going to make you any less later. Like you're, <laughs> all you're going to do is make everyone else's life better. That's all it is. It's just, uh, it's just blatant. Like it's either absent mindedness or slash selfishness slash all of the above all at the same time. Uh, it's infuriating. That also goes along with road rage for me. When you say that it's just not going to make any late, later is mm-hmm. when the person's having road rage to get by you. And then they want to, they want to yell and scream at you. I'm like, I thought you were in a fucking hurry. Yeah. You got time like, to what, yell. What? You ain't got time yeah, to now break. You got time to, <laughs> you want to hang out and fight now. Now you suddenly have an extra hour and a half on your hands. Like what the fuck were you on my ass? You know, so like, go then. Go. You said yeah. you were, you said you, you beat the horn. You told me already. I get, I yeah. already understand the emotion and I understand you're in a hurry. Then fucking go. Yeah, give me, give me a, give me a, a firm look. 
Yeah, give me a firm look and a finger as you go by, but don't slow down. Don't fight. No, we got to fight, but I thought you were in a hurry. Like, what are we fighting about? It just makes me insane. And fuck off. We've all we've all cut somebody off by a mistake. We've mm-hmm. all fucking screwed Mark's up. Poorly like, or something. Whatever. Uh, Everybody's made an, a mistake driving. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and you're allowed to. You're allowed to get fired up, but continue on. There's no need to get that fired up. I don't care what's going on in your home life. Fuck off. Oh, it just makes yeah, dude. Me they're so just mad. like they're like little mobile Yelp reviews, is what it is. <laughs> just it's obvious that something else is going on, but you are making this all about me, and it's got nothing to do with me. <laughs> uh, what did I hear the other day? Somebody said something about uh, we're not all special. Like we've been told we're all special, but we're not. We're not all special. We're all individuals, but we're not all special. Yes. Like that's that's the wrong the thing that social media does and and stuff like that. It gives everybody a microphone and says that your voice should be heard. Really, to be honest with you, no, no, not Most everybody. People's voices shouldn't be heard. I mean, you okay. should, you should probably let the people around you know what's going on. You know, that's I the whole point of it. having a circle and a family and people that are obligated yeah. to care about you, so you can be heard. <laughs> But otherwise, I, 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 we don't. Not everybody's funny. Not everybody's talented. Not everybody. No, we're not all special. If everyone was, then you wouldn't see trends of all of these things. Everybody would be doing their right. own thing. But so many people are just copying what everybody else is doing. Like all of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. One person knows how to dance, and then seven hundred thousand people are trying to mimic that one person's dance moves. Like. <laughs> It's what, a, what was the what was the last thing that you seen online where you couldn't believe how many views or how many likes it had on it? Where you're just like, I mean, this makes no sense. It's there's been a lot of those where it's usually like, um, it's usually just somebody saying something, and then I'm like, oh, maybe they have a, maybe they did something cool at one point. And then I'll go back and it's always just them like responding to something that somebody else says. So like they don't have any content. All of their content is them responding or reacting to somebody else's thing. So true. Where it's just like, oh, (laughs) and so your brand is mean girl. Is that what this is? That's all you got is just to go, can you believe they're doing this? And then that's the end of it. Like they're not even making colorful commentary or riffing or there's no jokes. It's just like, I can't believe people do this. The end. 22,000 views. Okay. Um, okay. That's good. But doesn't that go back to being special? Like that person needing to special. Like I think um, when people take time to comment that they don't like something, I'm like, did you, you couldn't just keep That's scrolling. The road rage thing for me. That's the road rage. Just keep scrolling. You don't have to tell me because right. here's the thing is like, I, I don't care if you don't like it. I'm trying to find. That's not the people I'm looking for. Not <laughs> you're not my target demo. <laughs> exactly. So true. That's so true. Oh. Yeah. You're not you're even not on my, the fucking my show. So we don't need to, <laughs> you don't need to see anything else. We don't need your comments. I'm looking for people that want to come see the show. Yeah. We realize they're not like nobody's buying a ticket because they hate somebody. Exactly. I, I think ever since that, I blame more on reality television than anything, because that like ever since the birth of all that, like the idea of people hate watching, like all of those like real housewives and like toddlers and tiaras and like, all of these shows where people, they don't like what's happening, but they're still watching it anyways. I right. think all of that hate watching shit has gotten people into like consuming stuff that they don't really enjoy. Um, because, you know, Do you still watch hate reality is, shows? 
No, I don't do. I don't. I think I watched. I tried to watch because a buddy of mine liked Toddlers and Tears. He used to hate watch it, and I was and I would watch it, and I go, "This is making me feel shitty." And he was like, right. "I know, doesn't it fucking suck?" And I was like, "You've been watching it for three hours. That's the only reason why I'm even watching one episode is because of how much you've been watching it." And it was like, "Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna participate in this." That's how I. It was the you same kind of thing. Go ahead. You know what something reality TV has done is uh, nobody used speakerphone before reality TV because mm-hmm. they have to use, but you have to use a speakerphone to, so you can get the other side of the conversation, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. On reality TV. So now people think they should do that. Like, I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? Put it on your head. Use a headphone. I don't fucking, I don't care. Yeah. I really don't care. Well, I think so. that's the, it, it used to be like, uh, I remember like the old trope of like, everybody thinks their life is like a movie, you know, and like they're the center of their own movie. But now Mm -hmm. people think that they're a reality show and everybody's watching them exist, which is very different. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, the center of your movie is you got to, you know, you're you're thinking about how you're acting and you're thinking about like how things look. We're now just like, listen to my phone call. Like now it's just obnoxious on purpose. And they think that's how like they're supposed to be existing. They, I, they, they, they go mean instead of nice. Like nobody, uh, I, I, people will say, excuse me instead of excuse me, you know, yeah. like, excuse you know, me. like, yeah, yeah, excuse, excuse me. me. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. Excuse, me. Excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. How dare you? Well, now it's like offensive to say, excuse me. It's like, like excuse me. Or I'll, I'll go. Pardon me. I always go British yeah. just because it sounds even more pardon polite. Me means way better. Pardon, pardon mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, pardon you. Yes, that is what I said. Thank you for saying the thing that I just said uh, back yeah. to me. I appreciate that. All right. All right. I just <laughs> isn't that how you find the, find a German in the room? Everybody goes at you, and then and then the German goes Gesundheit. Mm-hmm. That when they use that in World War Two, with something like that, when they do that, like, <laughs> <laughs> what we're going to do? We're like going to find out who the spy is by we're going to sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> That's some real cunning CIA shit right there. <laughs> the old sneeze. We'll sniff him out with a sneeze. Pepper. I was reading a little handbook. Uh, the, the English had a handbook for uh, the, the World War II soldiers to fit into American life. <laughs> so oh my God. Like, yeah. Tell me, what's the funniest one? I can't remember. It's been so long since I read it, but it was, it was just that. I remember the title, How to Fit, how to fit Into a, uh, an English... Was it American GI? I can't remember how how to be an American GI or something like that. It was it was just like, but it's there a must little have tiny been book. So many ridiculous things in there too, because like, yeah. especially then, like the idea of a like a nineteen fifties family, yeah. you know, that real Leave It to Beaver type of shit, where it was just like, make sure your wife is making you dinner. You know, like, I, I miss those. Like, I love those things that they had at movies. Update. Boy, happening. Let's see what the boys are up to. Oh, yeah. they're having dinner out of a tin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they should still have those in movies and stuff like that. Uh, I, I guess that's propaganda. Who knows? I don't know. What it, but I, I thought it was just I, news. I clips. thought it was just a voice actor, but all right. I guess we could call it propaganda <laughs> just because it was used for it. I mean, I, like all that old Russian propaganda. I still love the design of it. I still love uh, the graphic uh, design of it. Still looks really flashy. Sure, the shit they were saying was heinous, but still. And their posters were fantastic. A lot of comedians use them. (laughs) Big fan. A lot of of those comedians out there are using that Russian propaganda while saying they're not Russian. (laughs) Well, here's the other thing, too, is it works. 
<laughs> so why wouldn't I use that design? It's funny. I, I consider myself kind of down the middle when it comes to politics, but I'm going to be honest with you. The right wing seems to show up and buy tickets more than the left wing. <laughs> Which is unfortunate, I think, at times. Yeah, because it's, it's bizarre. Like, you know, uh, I'm making fun of a lot of you people and you're here. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the, the funny part is, you know, uh, most, I would say most comedians are, you know, left leaning, uh, yeah. -leaning right? But left leaning also is very cancel culture. So mm -hmm. they don't like jokes. Which you to know, me is also super bizarre because I am old enough that I remember the PC conversation was the right wing, wing platform. Yes. That was like, that was Very like much. Dennis Miller before Dennis Miller switched sides and before like all of that, like everybody that I knew growing up in comedy, they were always talking about PC culture and bitching about it because they wanted to be and it was always because of the conservative christian narrative and now it's right. like the opposite of that where it's like these people that are like yeah. but they're like they go so because everything's so extreme now they go so far where they're just like wanting to defend hate speech and it's like okay well that's different <laughs> we should be able yeah. to criticize anything that's happening and not everything that everyone is saying is hate speech that is a very big difference and like i mean i don't remember there was a who was was it i don't remember who it was but somebody just recently said that nuance is the new n-word and i wish i just laughed so hard at it because Funny. there is is a lot like there even a satire i've seen i mean i think i even saw what was it somebody that's like that the anti uh cancel culture i think it, it might have even been rogan or something was like was like uh bitching about some sort of uh, Australian publication about them making fun of him or something. And uh, he was like criticizing Australia. And he was, the whole thing was, a, it was a bit, it was a fucking satirical bit. And he totally I, fell for it too. And it was just like, okay, you're literally, you're doing, you're being the hypocrite right now. Like you yeah. couldn't even handle somebody making fun for the sake of making fun. And they weren't being honest and true about it. So it's like, you're just as bad as all the people you bitch about. Like you were tearing down an entire country over a sketch right. <laughs> because it was, it was about you, you know, it's, it's interesting. I, I, people ask, they say, you know, is comedy tougher with cancel culture, but I think we've always had to deal with it. The thing is we, we had to, we'd figure out, we'd all, we'd always, every comedian, well, not every comedian, some guys are just play it safe, right? They don't mm -hmm. ever, but the funny comedians, <laughs> uh, you had to go over the edge to find where the edge was. Yeah. That was the whole lot. You find the, find the edge and then you tow on it and you figure right. out what yeah. you figure out where that's how you, you had to go over, but you yes, had to go to over find it. And it wasn't right. So, so when, when they get mad at these guys, I'm like, I was like, that's what you do. But we wouldn't, we wouldn't put, we wouldn't put every set on social media. So yeah. Yeah, the you judge didn't, and you jury didn't have was, to see people bomb right. and figure out, oh, okay, this is probably just too outlandish right. or it's not worked out enough or I don't have a bag a, a, a better like a good enough justification of going too right. far, blah blah blah. There's all of these things on but, why you'd say something ridiculous. But the judge and the jury was in the room. They were in the room and they helped you figure it out. You know, yes. they wouldn't they don't so you didn't it wouldn't they wouldn't peep there wouldn't be a bunch of armchair quarterbacks the next day telling you that you should be canceled or you're, you've gone too far. It was, they, they told you right there. And then you went in the next day and you figured out the line different. Right. So, right. And now, now because of that, 
sometimes you can't figure out the line because you've gone too far. No, I don't. I have I had that happen to me? No, I have not had that happen to me. But I know comics that have. We all know comics that have, and and it's just sometimes it's best not to put stuff out there and let let yourself figure out the well, line. I think the um, other part but, of that that is is really fucked up is a lot of times it's being put out there without your knowledge. Like you're being filmed. Like right. if you were, it's just like somebody putting out every open mic set that I've ever done. Like I don't absolutely. I don't want anyone to see that. Like I, that's something that I'm ashamed of. I don't want people to, yeah. you know. And that would. And I think the other part of it is is when you're looking at something on a screen psychologically, there is something different happening than when you are watching a live comedy show just like if your uncle says something that's kind of like off color or racist or ignorant or something like that you can go because you're looking at your uncle who you care about hey that, that's fucked up you you don't say that you don't like there is more humanity mm -hmm. in that than when you're just like look at this fucking bigoted piece of shit when you're right. like when so when you're in an audience member watching a stand-up comedy show and you can see somebody is working something out in their head or, you know, where they're like thinking about like in there is more humanity in the way that you receive it, where you just go, oh, that's well, not funny. Uh, I also think, but I also think there's you see more when you're live, you see a longer set, right? When you're mm -hmm. and you figure out a person's point of view and mm -hmm. you figure out if they're nice when they're on stage, where compared to if I just put. Uh, a three minute clip up and it is fucking offside. And, uh, you yeah. know, and I'm not saying anybody, it's somebody's, somebody puts a clip up and, and, and there it's 15 seconds or it's taken out of context. Right. Like that's all, but, but, like, it's taken, but it, 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 they don't, they don't know where it comes from. They don't know the personality. They don't see, okay, he screwed up. He took a left when he was supposed to take a right. You know, they don't mm -hmm. see that. They just see, they think of this guy, oh, this guy must've just done an hour of that. Whereas if you're at the comedy club and you see where it goes, you know, you're just like, hmm, that's interesting. That's an interesting way to look at it. Maybe I'll, I don't, I don't know why I look, but then you listen to the rest. You're like, I wonder, you wouldn't go back to that one joke. You would, you would take all of the, all of the material. Yeah, you're not ripping a page out of a book and going, yeah. this is the, all, this is everything. Because yeah, this there's is the an book. entire book no. of context. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It's well, super frustrating. I haven't, uh, I haven't had to deal with it. After all this, all this <laughs> I haven't had to deal with it as much as, um, but that's probably just because I don't put as much out as I guess maybe I should. But at this point, eh, I will no, be know, ready <laughs> when I want it to be flushed out and ready. Yeah, that's when yeah, you'll see yeah. it. I, I put some stuff out here and there, and you know, it's it. it but uh, it's like I said at the beginning of when we first started talking is. I get fired a lot because people, they didn't want to follow what I was doing. I was stirring up the crowd and, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, sometimes I had to learn, I had to learn how to be able to use my skill. Like I, I didn't just suddenly figure out how to use a skateboard the first day. I had to fall off the skateboard many times to, yeah. to become what I am. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It is. I get it. It's no, it it's, isn't. I don't like it's that. not. It's not. Uh, yeah, and I guess it's just. Um, I don't know if there will be another correction of it or what. what I don't know what's going to happen. I just know that um, either way, I'm just going to try. I'll just figure out a way to navigate it. Like I've had to figure out a That's way. That's what to you got to do. Just do your thing, and you yeah. know the people. The people that are important to you will know who you are. You know. Mm. Uh, there's, well, there's and ultimately, it still goes back to the. You just want one percent. You're only looking for like 1% to have a good fan, but like that's, I don't, so if, if you don't, 
if you think I'm awful or whatever, that's that's fine. <laughs> but that's what the whole idea of being canceled. You might have missed out on. I think people lose something that would a uh, where you are thrust upon millions and millions of people. But I don't think that you ever really like if people are, especially if you have any kind of following at all already. Those people aren't gonna go because they know you. They know you. They know that they're. They know the person. They know more of you than anybody that's saying all these hateful things about you. Right. So they're, they're of course they're gonna want to defend you, and then it's gonna be a really weird argument because people are only gonna take that one that it's you know the the headline version of you versus yeah. somebody who read the entire article about you. You know, it's the same kind yeah, of thing. It's it's, it's weird. It's, it's weird because. Uh, I go to, I'll, I'll tell you this one more story. I'll tell you. Um, so remember when uh, Trump was president and Kathy Griffin did that thing where she cut off his head and was holding yeah. it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then she said nobody was coming to her shows that like, she made it seem like her fan base was Republicans. And then they turned on, I'm like, uh, no, your fan base is crazy left wing people. Yeah. <laughs> so who's going to your shows? Cause they would have loved that. It made no sense at all to me. I'm like, sometimes, sometimes we, we people will we also say we will make ourselves the victim there's no need stop making yourself the victim. Well, no just it's, ultimately it's, th there's been plenty of times we've already been victimized right. so you don't need to make yourself a victim for something that's right. not like where you're not the victim like it's yeah. like everybody has had trauma in their life everybody at some point has been made to feel lesser than or been harmed in some way shape or form the fact that people like to voluntarily make themselves feel or appear that way, again, uh, it, it's just, it's toxic behavior. <laughs> really. The behavior, yeah. The people that need to be, that are the victims that really need to be, you know, taken care of are ignored because some people are trying to make themselves out as a Right. So. Well, it's a new marketing technique, which is the grossest part of it all is uh <laughs> is that yeah <laughs> victim <Gross. marketing. laughs> <Gross. laughs> yeah victimpalooza.com make sure you guys are liking and subscribing all of our content everybody's hurt all the time everybody's um, crying <laughs> ian tell everybody where to find you you can find me ian you can find me at 250 um <laughs> Uh, ianbag.com. I do a podcast on Wednesday nights that comes out called Around the Bag. You were on the last episode. I was. It was very fun. Episode. I had a great time. It's just a, it's a, it's a, a game show kind of talk show where I ask questions, uh, judge people, don't really give away points, but somebody by the end of the show becomes my BFF. Um, this, this week we've got, I can't remember who's on the show. We got, uh, three new guests this week. I've already recorded it. It's ready to go. It's very exciting. Find me on TikTok, Ian Bag Comedian. Find That's me on the B-A-G-G, my friends. B-A-G-G. Ianbag.com is where you can find all my information. But uh, I, I thank you so much. And uh, I consider you a new friend. Yes. Thank you so much. Thanks for uh, coming on and talking about shit you don't like with me. Uh, Thanks for having me on your Black Panther Party show. <laughs> Thanks for not ruining my Black Panther Party. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you are liking and subscribing the podcast at No Sir Pod at the Funny Carmen. That's at follow at Ian Bag I A N B A G G. Thank you guys so much for listening to you, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye bye. No sir, I don't like it. 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 No, sir,
I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, s